other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everybody. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. Yours truly, superstar Frank Morano here. Well, a lot of you, even if you live in the state of New Jersey, would be forgiven if you'd forgotten this, but your former governor... Chris Christie is still running for president. And it's interesting to watch what's happened with Christie's campaign because at the beginning of the campaign, a lot of the Trump people were unhappy with Christie. They didn't like a lot of the criticisms that Christie was leveling towards Trump. They felt that he was a bit disloyal and a whole bunch of other things. But what's happened is now that Christie is in the single digits and Nikki Haley is doing better and better in states like New Hampshire, the people that are most furious with Chris Christie are the never Trumpers, the Nikki Haley supporters. This was embodied by the comment from New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu on CNN over the weekend. Now, remember, Governor Sununu has just endorsed Nikki Haley. This is what he said. Chris Christie's a friend, but his race is at an absolute dead end. He's going to say anything he can. This is a two-person race, right? It's between Trump and Nikki Haley. Everybody understands that. He knows his voters who want to see Trump defeated are all coming over to Nikki Haley. Uh, In fact, the only person that wants Chris Christie to stay in the race is Donald Trump, right? I mean, think about the irony of that. I want to point out to Chris Sununu that he's right. Of course, Chris Christie being in the race does help Donald Trump in New Hampshire. Why? Because as governor, Chris Sununu has done nothing to implement ranked choice voting. If they had ranked choice voting in New Hampshire for the primaries, including the presidential primary, the never Trumpers would be able to rank Christie first and then Haley second. And you wouldn't have to worry about Christie siphoning off votes from Haley. Instead, because Sununu has done nothing, the scenario that he describes is exactly right. What can you say? Take a look in the mirror, Chris Sununu, if you want to know who's to blame for Haley and Christie splitting the anti-Trump vote and allowing Trump to win in New Hampshire in your state, take a look in the mirror. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Thanks for listening. The new year begins with a series of new laws going into effect throughout the United States. Perhaps most notable is New Jersey's bipartisan Seinfeld bill requiring Garden State telemarketers to provide some information. Why is it called the Seinfeld Bill? Well, it was inspired by a 1992 episode of the classic sitcom in which Jerry Seinfeld fields a call from a telemarketer and... Hi. I'm sorry, excuse me one second. Hello? Hi. Would you be interested in switching over to TMI long distance service? Oh, gee, I I can't talk right now. Why don't you give me your home number and I'll call you later? Uh, well, I'm sorry. We're not allowed to do that. Oh, I guess you don't want people calling you at home. Well, now you know how I feel. So now, Garden State telemarketers are going to have to provide the name, mailing address, and telephone number of the company for which they're working within 30 
seconds, lawmakers in New Jersey, bipartisan, cited an overwhelming number of scams targeting seniors by phone when this law was signed into effect. I think this is a great thing, and hopefully it reduces the number of New Jersey seniors who are getting scammed by people who are pretending to be something that they're not. Curious to see if other states follow New Jersey's example. I'm also curious to see how effective enforcement is going to be on people that violate this new law. But I think the Seinfeld law is certainly a step in the right direction. Beam me up! To be continued. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. The other side of midnight. Local spotlight. What good is a standardized test if it's no longer standard? What good is a standardized test which is designed to compare the results of students all over the state or the city or even the country if students aren't taking them? Well, thousands of New York parents are staging a revolt against standardized tests. Nearly 200,000 students or one out of Five refused to sit for the state's standardized reading and math exams for grades three through eight in the spring. Of the more than one million students eligible, 18% opted out of the English language arts exam and 17% skipped the math assessment. That's according to figures from the state education department. The state does not penalize students and school districts for opting out of the exams, which are used to measure skills and knowledge and determine proficiency. The boycott rates were sky high in the suburbs, notably on Long Island, amidst parental objections at what they see as excessive testing, which critics have long maintained, leads to narrowing of the curriculum and teaching to the test. The objections to standardized tests are also part of what they call the parents' rights movement, which covers disputes gripping the whole country over everything from homeschooling and charter schools and vouchers to what's actually taught in the curriculum. I really think the state education department needs a new approach to this. Unless you're going to get the parents to buy in and have their children sit for these tests, what good are they? At this point, they're rapidly becoming useless. Now, I'm not on the side of skipping the test. I would tell my son if he was feeling under a lot of pressure, do the best you can, try the best you can. But in life, we all have to do certain things that we don't want to do. And if people are concerned that the curriculum is now being driven by teaching to the test, I think the solution is to elect school board members up and down the state that don't want to do that, that want to focus on a curriculum that's not based on on teaching to the test. I realize this is an oversimplification, but that's the best I can do in just a couple of minutes. I don't like this, and I think this is very worrying. I think every taxpayer, every student, every parent should be pretty worried about this. Beam me up! To be continued.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Well, two years after mobile sports wagering became legal in New York, how has it worked out? Well, it has worked out exactly as the sports gambling companies wanted and exactly as I feared. The mobile sports wagering industry has raked in nearly $3 billion in revenue in New York State in the first two years since it was legalized in New York. Since January of 2022, New Yorkers have wagered more than 30 $4.4 billion using mobile sports betting platforms. FanDuel has been the most popular platform with nearly $14 billion wagered with that company over the last two years, bringing it almost $1.5 billion in revenue. New York taxes mobile sports wagering platforms at 51%, with $5 million in tax revenue used to fund sports programs for underserved children. Another $6 million in tax revenue has been devoted to education and treatment programs for problem gambling through the State Office of Addiction Services. But with the state getting 51% of that $34 billion of revenue, you know the state is going to keep this up for a long time. But here's the problem. The New York Council on Problem Gambling, which connects those with gambling addictions to resources and treatment, has increasingly been facilitating services for individuals who've said they're addicted to mobile sports wagering. Many of the requests for help are coming from young bettors or their parents that are calling on their behalf. Younger folks are risk takers by nature, and the parents find out their children may have a problem only after they've discovered they've lost significant sums of money. They seek low-intensity, high-reward activities. The number of individuals who are 25 and call the organization for help has spiked, though data on the call volume is not available at this time. However, I am afraid that the longer this continues, mobile legal mobile sports betting. You are going to see a whole generation of gambling addicts. Now, I like to gamble. I like to place a bet here and there. I'd like to think I place enough governors on myself not to become addicted. I'm not sure if a 19-year-old or a 22-year-old has that same sort of discipline when they can instantly place a bet on the device that's in their pocket. I think this is a big cause for concern, and my fear is that both the state and the gambling companies are seeing nothing but dollar signs and are never going to do anything about it. Beam me up! To be continued.